From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, August 31st, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. When Hurricane Ida slammed into Louisiana over the weekend, two former Ohioans experienced firsthand the brunt of the storm that has left more than a million without power. Andrew Kinsey reports. One lives in Mattery, the other in Bell Chase. They are about a half hour drive from each other. We spoke with Bobby Fredericks, who moved from Finley, and Kelly Blair, who once lived near Washington Courthouse. So the winds were very strong, and then they were, it seemed to last for a very long time. It was definitely terrifying. It's going to be a miserable week for sure. I mean, they're saying no power for three weeks, no water for three weeks. I mean, they're probably saying worst case scenario, I hope. Currently, Ohio Task Force One is stationed in New Orleans to begin their search and rescue mission. So far, two people have been confirmed dead, but the state's governor says he expects that number to rise considerably. President Biden has already issued a disaster declaration for the state. Some folks are still dealing with the storm surge and flash flooding, and there are roads that are impassable due to debris and down power lines, and we need people to continue to shelter in place if it's safe for them to do so. Ida spent 16 hours as a hurricane over Louisiana and Mississippi before being downgraded to a tropical storm. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Just hours before a 20-year war in Afghanistan ended with the final U.S. planes leaving Kabul, Ohio leaders held an emotional press conference to announce new mental health resources for veterans. Yolanda Harris reports. Governor Mike DeWine announced an initial investment of $200,000 in grant funding to help veterans with their mental health. The money will go to eight agencies to enhance or expand their services. Major General John Harris says veterans have a tough time asking for help. Even the toughest warriors sometimes need to take a knee and get a drink of water. And that applies mentally, too. Sometimes the emotional, the mental burden becomes too heavy, and we have to take a knee and ask for help. I'm Yolanda Harris. School districts around Ohio are being disrupted by the coronavirus. Clay Gordon has two examples, one in southeast Ohio and the other east of Columbus. Athens City Schools are closed this week because of an outbreak among its school bus drivers. The outbreak is leading now to a staffing shortage. The schools plan to reopen next Tuesday. And Licking Valley High School is returning to remote learning today. The Newark Advocate says the school saw a spike in COVID-19 cases that caused more than 200 students to go into quarantine. Superintendent said students will be learning remotely until September 10th. I'm Clay Gordon. Other school districts around Ohio having classroom disruptions include Sandusky, Huber Heights, and Lebanon. Coronavirus vaccines are currently only for those aged 12 and up, but in the far northwestern corner of Ohio lives a young boy who is an exception. Roxanne Elias reports. Nine-year-old Nolan Roberts asked his parents to be part of the Pfizer vaccine trials. We asked his mother, Mindy Roberts, where he's at in the process. Late June, we went down to Dayton for his second shot. Some kids are given the actual vaccine, and others are given a placebo. The family believes Nolan received the real one because he had a slight headache and felt tired. I'm like, did I get the real one or not? I can't wait anymore. My hope is other parents can see that these kids that were in the study are doing okay. Roxanne Elias and Brian. Doctors in Ohio are speaking out against internet misinformation that suggests an animal deworming medication can prevent or treat the symptoms of COVID-19. More from Olivia Eugenio. 
Dr. Joseph Gustaldo says he has prescribed ivermectin before, but only for individuals dealing with parasite infections. There is no proven benefit of the use of ivermectin for COVID-19 treatment or prevention. Uh, ivermectin given on a daily basis is not necessarily a benign thing. He says it can have negative effects such as seizure, mental status change, or going comatose. The state of Ohio Board of Pharmacy has also come out against the use of ivermectin to prevent or treat COVID. In Columbus, Olivia Eugenio. An effort to legalize marijuana use and sales in Ohio has cleared another hurdle on the path to getting the proposal submitted to the legislature. Karina Nova has the latest. The Ohio Ballot Board, a panel of legislative appointees led by Secretary of State Frank LaRose, voted yesterday to approve the proposed statute as a single issue. The coalition to regulate marijuana like alcohol can now begin gathering the nearly 133,000 valid signatures needed to submit the proposed state law to the Ohio legislature, which will have four months to act. If it doesn't, the coalition can collect additional signatures in an effort to put the measure up for a statewide vote. Karina Nova, ONN News. ESPN aired a high school football game from Canton on Sunday in which a nationally known powerhouse from Florida beat its Ohio opponent 58 to nothing. But Marissa Sines reports that Ohio team is raising a lot of questions. Bishop Sycamore is a school allegedly from the Columbus area. The Ohio High School Athletic Association says the school isn't affiliated with them. The school's website offering almost no information about where the school is, what kind of school it is, or any contacts. The only content provided about the football team. This team's social media counts the same. I found records online of the team's history. JoeIdle.com, an Ohio high school football statistics website, which shows records of the team playing since 2019. I'm Marissa Signs. Bishop Sycamore announced earlier today it has fired its football coach. The athletic director also stated the school is very real, despite some implying otherwise. Lieutenant Governor John Husted made a stop in Findlay yesterday to update city leaders about new job opportunities coming to the Northwest Ohio region. John Monk has the story. Husted said the state has to attract the next generation of workers to these jobs. For solar, Peloton, uh, we're working on a couple of other opportunities uh, all across Northwest Ohio where we're creating these jobs. We just need to make sure that we're helping young people and adults get the training they need to take advantage of the opportunity that's coming our way. The Finley area has seen seven years of growth and success being named the nation's top micropolitan for new business development. I'm John Monk reporting in Finley. Some people in Ohio are getting checks in the mail from a company called Volunteer Energy. Melissa Andrews looked into it. Our verified team looked into whether it's legit, and here's what we found out. We talked with Volunteer Energy and found out it's a supplier for Columbia Gas. Volunteer did charge a little more during a polar vortex back in February, so they're giving that money back to customers. We also talked with the Public Utilities Commission of Ohio. A spokesperson there confirms the information, explaining the company agreed to the refund. So we can verify, yes, those volunteer energy refund checks are legit. I'm Melissa Andrews. A former death row inmate who was wrongly imprisoned for two decades in connection with the murder of a 19-year-old man in Cleveland will receive a $1 million payment from the state. Dave James reports. The Ohio Controlling Board voted unanimously to make the award to Joe D'Ambrosio. The money will come from the state's wrongful imprisonment fund. The board's decision comes about two months after Cuyahoga County Prosecutor Michael O'Malley dropped an appeal opposing a judge's ruling that D'Ambrosio was wrongly imprisoned. 
but urged state officials not to compensate him, saying he believes witness testimony during the trial showed that D'Ambrosio is guilty. Dave James, in News. The only Ohio team to ever reach the Little League World Series finals has returned to a big welcome. Steve Vaughn has more. Hamilton's Westside Little Leaguers came home to a cheering crowd of friends, family, and supporters. Uh, I mean, it'll be a lifetime experience. Just, I mean, I'll never forget this when I get older and I can tell my kids or whoever about this. Slugger and pitcher J.J. Vogel, the team finished as World Series runner-ups. The city will host a parade and ceremony downtown on Thursday. Steve Vaughn, ONN. And cleared for takeoff is the banner headline atop the Cleveland National Air Show website, marking the return to Cleveland of a big event this Labor Day weekend. Michael Kelly reports. Highlighted by an appearance from the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds and Shockwave Jet Truck, the nonprofit operated aviation spectacle is marking its return from a year off due to the COVID 19 pandemic. Fans will notice some changes for safety this year, primarily tickets only available in advance online. Another favorite returning to the air show, a C 5M Super Game. Galaxy, the largest aircraft used by the U.S. military, that'll be available for tours, plus marking its return after 11 years, a flyby from a Louisiana Air National Guard F-15 Eagle. In Cleveland, Michael Kelly, ONN News. For more information, go to clevelandairshow.com. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.